Welcome to episode three of the Joma Building Leaders podcast. On this episode, Liam discusses confidence. This episode is the conclusion to our first long JBL sit down session. So listen to episodes one through three for the full experience and look out for all new Joma Building Leaders content coming very soon. Stay safe out there and enjoy. This, to me, is kind of what life is about. Confidence is our own feelings on the world's perception of us. That's the most human, messed up thing ever, right? Everything I just said then is not real. It's our own perception of somebody else's perception, which means that confidence is 100% inside of us. That's it. No one can give you a confidence pill. I'm going to attempt to now, though. (laughs) All right. So, confidence generally derives from experience, right? If you do something over and over again, you get comfortable doing it. So comfortable doing it that you begin to take it for granted. And then when you take it for granted... That's because you have complete and utter confidence in what you're doing. There is um, a belief out there, it's called the 10,000 hour rule. If I do something for 10,000 hours, I can master it. The only way you can do something for 10,000 hours is to do it a whole bunch. So you can't just package that up and give that to somebody. That's time, that has to be earned, they have to do that themselves. However, Nobody is asking anybody to do anything they've not done before. Maybe it's going to be something slightly different, but it's not out of the realms of anything we've not done. And even if it was something that we've not done, all of us in here have the ability to do it because somebody else has done it once. And we're all fantastic people, so if someone else has done it, then we can do it, right? So there's this thing, and and when I throw this word out there, you may have heard it another way. Sometimes there's kickback on this. I'm going to keep on coming back to this, and I'm going to explain it in a few different ways throughout this course. Um, And if if it offends you, please, I do want to talk about that, because I want to kind of smooth it over. I'm not asking for anything disingenuous here. But there's this concept. Fake it until you make it. What that means is I might be nervous going into somewhere, Before this talk today, I just saw all of my bosses and all the people that have the say over my life and everybody I respect immensely sitting around the table and I'm like, oh, shoot. But you fake it until you make it. I'm making it now, I'm telling you. You fake it until you make it. That just means that you grin and bear it. You know what a leader is, I've just told you. We've just discussed it amongst ourselves. We know what a role model is. We just discussed it amongst ourselves. So you're telling me you can fake that for five minutes if you had to in a position? Fake like you care? I know that sounds weird. That might sound disingenuous. But human nature is such that once we start doing something, we adjust to it. Every time, in everything. doesn't matter how uncomfortable you are. You adjust. That's what humans do. 
when you walk into a situation that you're uncomfortable doing, if you force yourself to do that, five, ten minutes, you're doing it for real. That's what you now do. When young men um, come across our path and they want to be world champion, the likelihood is that they won't. I've known a few, and they're freaks. But you don't tell them you're not going to be. What you tell them is, start acting like it right now. I don't mean signing autographs and stuff. I mean, you train every single day like you're a world champion, like someone's about to take you down right now. You don't wait. You don't suddenly fall into that role. You're not suddenly going to be like, all right, now you've passed. You're a leader. Right now. You do it right now. Maybe it will feel a little awkward. Maybe to you, because it's not completely natural the way you've done things before, it might feel a little maybe disingenuous. It's not. You're a true leader. You're doing it for the sake of good, for the sake of the company, for the sake of all of us. So you start doing it right now. Act how you want to be. Fake it until you make it. And you will make it. Like I said, we're going to talk about that concept for a few other things, especially coming up in the next module that we do. Um, I'm not telling you to lie. I'm not telling you to pretend to do something that you have no clue of doing. I'm not telling you to do the Best Buy sales pitch. Oh, like, let me see, and then read the box to me. You know, I'm not telling you to do that stuff. What I am telling you is that if you do not feel confident in a particular situation, suck it up and do it anyway. Because you're already here, right? We constantly want to keep on proving ourselves. We don't need to. You already made it. You're already here. Now your job's just to perform. So the fake it till you make it part, I'm not asking you to, to lie. It's saying sometimes you just channel that. Whenever you, Whenever one is about to get into a ring and fight, now I know a lot of people may not, feel that but whenever one is about to do that I cannot describe the nerves that go through you um, you know you can't stand you feel like you're going to be sick and it can be crippling if you don't overcome it and in the fighting world we've we found a way to kind of overcome that because if you don't have those nerves you're not on your edge you're not ready to go they are a part of human instinct those nerves evolution has built that into us so what we do is we reframe it I can say, oh, I am about to get my ass whooped. I feel good about this. Or I can say, this is what I do. I've been training to do this. Wow, I am so excited. I can feel how excited I am. I'll say that to guys before they're about to get into it. And I can see they're about to go pale. They're going into shock. And I'll say, you feel that excitement, don't you? I'll say, yeah, I do. You use that excitement. You go out there and it's the same feeling. But how we perceive it will change the way we use it. Nerves are excitement. It's up to us whether we make that a bad thing or a good thing. Any nerves that are associated with your position in your job, they're going to be a good thing. That's you doing your job. That's you exercising your muscles because you're qualified to be in that position. At some point you put your hand up or you stood up or you said, I would like this position and then... The people in charge interviewed you and then they made their decisions because it's their company. And they said, yeah, that's the person for that job. What more do you need? You've got the go ahead. You're the one. So if there's nerves about what you're about to do, you've got to go straighten out some subs. You've got to 
suck it up to a client. That's excitement. That's you about to exercise your muscle as your job. That's about you about to do your thing. Uh, maybe we're going to take a couple of licks in there, but that's what we do. That's, that's what we've been employed to do. Your confidence is issued and backed by Joma. Like I said, they've made the decision. We're a collective. Look at this here. The knowledge that is just in this room is immense. There is not a problem on this planet that I don't think that we could all solve. So if you're put in a position where you don't have that answer easily, it's just a phone call away. We're all here for Joma. We're all here on the same team. So it shouldn't knock your confidence. Oh, I don't know what I'm about to do. Somebody on this team does. So if you need to reach out for help, that's what you do. That doesn't say, oh, I'm not good at my job or oh, I'm not a great leader. That's what a smart leader does. You call for backup. And we have a deep bench. So your, com your confidence has already been given to you. It's backed by this fantastic institution that we're building. And it's supported with all of these incredible minds that are a part of it. All right, confidence grows from repeated success. Like I said, we can fake it till we make it going in, but the, the real meat and bones, that's for repeated success. All of you that have here to reach the position you're in, it's because you've gone through that repeated success. You've recognized it and you've grown upon it. So if confidence is through repeated success, how do we give other people confidence? We put them in a position where they also have success. If people are underneath you and you want to build their confidence, that's what you're going to do. Don't set someone up to fail. That's part of your job as a leader. Set people up for success as much as possible. With that, confidence is going to breed. And with an individual's confidence, the job gets easier. They're going to do a better job in the long run. Okay, so if confidence grows from repeat success, what is success? It's one thing me saying, yeah, give them success. What, is, what, what does that mean? Write it down on a piece of paper and hand them success. What do I mean by that? Anyone? Okay. Is winning the same as success? What do we think? Is winning the same as success? It can be. Okay. It, it, it. It possibly can be. Well, what about this then? Is money success? If I get a load of money, am I successful? Yeah. It's a tougher concept. It's a word that we use every single day, yet none of us are able to tie down what that is. It's interesting, right? It's not money. Maybe, maybe. So, if I won the lottery, does that make me successful? 
if you Google lottery winners, the first three or four stories are disappointing stories, mega million winners who lost every penny, 30 lottery stories that don't have happy endings. Overwhelmingly, when people win the lottery, terrible things happen to them if you follow it because they're not ready for it. They're not ready for all that money. The people in their lives weren't ready for all that money. The l people that they thought they loved and were close to, they've now completely fallen out of because of all the money that was there. There is an alarming number of lottery winners that end up committing suicide. So money isn't success, and in that situation, winning also was not success. It was something else that's missing from all of that. Um, in the uh, early 20th century, there was a gentleman called Earl Nightingale. Um, and you may want to write his name down, Earl Nightingale. Um, and basically, he wanted to figure out why were there some people that were mega billionaires and why were other people just regular people? What was the difference that made those people super successful? So he then went around and he interviewed Carnegie and all the big names of the time, spent time with them and tried to really work out the essence of what drove them. Um, and everything, all of his studies, he boiled down. I mean, he's written extensively about it. And he was one of the very first motivational speakers. Um, but he boiled it all down to a sentence which is rather profound and kind of puts its finger on. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy goal or ideal. Every word in that sentence is important to that sentence. Without any one of those factors, success doesn't exist. And you can't hardwire it or cheat your way around it. Progressive realization. It has to be ongoing and earned. Has to. Worthy goal or ideal has to be a worthy thing, has to be something that is meaningful at the end. If either of those things are missing, then the recipient will not feel the satisfaction of success. So if confidence is the repeated exposure to success, and this is what success is, this is what we need to concentrate on and this is what we need to channel the people around us to do. If I am training somebody to run trim in a house, I'm gonna give them little pieces of that task until they've mastered that particular piece of task that they have and you expand it slowly each time until before you know it, they can do it on their own. They don't need you whatsoever. You've given them that repeated success. You gave it in a position that they didn't fail. You didn't give them the whole task at once because if they fail it, they're not going to be turned onto it as much anymore. So you control the situation. You're going to get a much better result. They are confident when they go in.